Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Thursday, December 17th, 2020. I am Andrew Hansen alongside Shane Caldwell. And this is our week 15 main slate show for wide receivers and tight ends. Shane, are you ready to get after it? Yeah, we got some great wide receivers this week and in some in some awesome spots. A very interesting slate. A uh, lot, lot of different interesting matchups. Not a lot of high over-unders, but we, we really like some certain spots here that you can pair these uh, great wide receivers and tight ends with these uh, quarterbacks that were in, build some awesome stacks this week. So, yeah, week 15 shaking up to be an awesome another awesome week for us. Absolutely. So we'll start with the wide receivers, break those down from most expensive to least expensive. Then we're going to give you a phenomenal sports betting and DFS offer from betus.com.pa. And then we're going to break down the tight ends and uh, and wrap it up from there. So, Shane, let's start with these wide receivers on the high end. Where are you looking? Yeah, this is a guy we've been going to quite a bit lately. If you can get him on the main slate, that's uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, Tyreek Hill's been kind of lighting it up every single week. Uh, he really tends to uh, get some mismatch. He likes to line up in the slot. He lines up all over the formation. They're going into New Orleans. Uh, talked about how I really like this game. Uh, one of the higher uh, over-unders, you know, this one is a 51-and-a-half over-under, and they are three-point favorites going in there. This would be a nice shootout environment. Uh, now that New Orleans is decent against wide receivers, but they're pretty weak in the slot. Uh, Tyreek Hill will see a lot of uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, probably their weakest corner. He can really exploit that. Even if Tyreek Hill lands up, lines up on the outside, I don't think Marshawn Lattimore, Patrick Robinson, these other guys can keep up with him. He's obviously a mismatch. So, if you put him in in the uh, you know New Orleans dome here on this turf, I think this is going to be a track meet here. And, and usually when you go into a track meet against Tyreek Hill, you lose. So I think that Tyreek Hill is, uh, is is due for a big game here. I think it'll be a nice shootout back and forth. And I, I like him. Obviously, you can pair him with uh, Patrick Mahomes this week. And it uh, looks like he's in a great spot. So I think he is worth paying up for this week. Okay. Another expensive guy that I like is DeAndre Hopkins. And... For me, it seems like everything's a, a full go for him. He's healthy, big week last week against the Giants. And now in a game that you think is going to be a shootout against Philly, mm -hmm. he gets the opportunity to potentially go up against Darius Slay, who has been concussed, so we're not sure if he's going to play. But if you look at what DK Metcalf and Devontae Adams have done to him recently, I think Arizona is going to try to match that with Hopkins. So he gets his turn this week against slay and uh, i think he has a big week awesome yeah you know i love that game over there in, uh, in, in <laughs> the philly the philly at arizona game uh yeah let's take a look uh here uh, i'm gonna go to tennessee and take a look at uh, aj brown you know i think aj brown's is finally getting that uh that full workload in terms of being uh, the full target share he's now leading the team in target share where earlier in the week Earlier in the year, it was uh, Corey Davis. So A.J. Brown, I think it's coming down the stretch here, is going to be one of the best wide receivers. And it doesn't help that he's facing up against my Detroit Lions. So uh, they're they're right up there with my other uh, worst teams, you know, the New York Jets and Jacksonville Jaguars and Detroit Lions. I group those guys in the same category. You know, we always say that those 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 defensive backs look like they're playing on skates, you know. So yeah. uh, so let's fire up uh, A.J. Brown this week. I think he's he's the type of guy that could definitely get two touchdowns in 150 yards or so. He's going to get a lot of coverage against Daryl Roberts on the outside there. Complete mismatch here. 
Um, so I really like I really like uh, AJ Brown. Obviously, Tennessee can do whatever they want. They can run the ball with Derrick Henry. They can pass the ball. But when they do pass the ball, I think AJ Brown will be a big focal point, and he'll get the job done with big plays. Obviously, he's a he's a big big play threat, run after the catch threat. So I look for AJ Brown to have a ceiling game here and really get the job done. And if you're not playing Derrick Henry, then it's kind of a leverage play. Um, to get exposure to this Tennessee offense that uh, has the one of the highest over-unders on the entire slate here. Yeah, one way or another, they're going to get it done for sure. All right, the next guy for me is Allen Robinson, and the Bears are going up against Minnesota, uh, a team that you can really pass on. They're near the ba- bottom in that category. Uh, Chicago three-point underdogs, over-under 47 at BetUS, and we saw last week that Trubisky and Robinson are on the same page. Robinson is his favorite target. And in the first matchup between these two teams this year, if you'll recall, that was a primetime disaster with Nick Foles under center. And he, if he didn't uh, get the ball out in about 1.7 seconds, you know, he kept getting knocked down. I mean, they could not protect him. So, you know, Robinson didn't have a huge game that week. But I think he'll do much better here with Trubisky, healthy, gaining confidence. Uh, so uh, I look for Robinson to pay it off. Uh, pretty easily on DraftKings. Okay. And I'm going to go out to uh, L.A. here. And uh, another team I like to target, uh, I mentioned it earlier, New York Jets. Their secondary is historically bad right now. So, And if you can pair them with two wide receivers from the team that are really good and that match up great against this, I like Robert Woods and Cooper Cup for the L.A. Rams this week. Um, you know, the, the New York Jets tend to be a little more competitive against the run, which which means, you know, I talked about this when we talked about Jared Goff. They should be getting more passing volume. And these guys are going to be wide open. Not only is their scheme great, but their matchup is great. Their route running ability, run after the catch ability. Um, I look for a monster game for both of these guys. If you don't get both of them, you can choose which one you like, you know, based on the price, uh, you know. So really, uh, Robert Woods, a little bit more affordable on DK at 6,800, uh, where Cooper Cup's a little bit more affordable on FanDuel, 7,100. But you can get both these guys. I mean, you're looking at Robert Woods matching up against Bryce Hall, you know, another no-name, like practice squad caliber corner, and Cooper Cup in the slot going up against Javelin, Javelin Godry. No one even knows who these people are, but right. the point is these guys are really good receivers, even in a neutral matchup. When you get an elite level matchup like this in a game, again, uh, one of the highest in play totals, the Rams, uh, you know, are huge favorites, 17 point favorites, over 30 point implied total. Again, I don't think they're afraid to pour it on. Yeah, they're going to run the ball a little bit, but I think the best way for them to move the ball is through that uh, awesome passing attack there. And so, and I think they're going to be airing it out and getting a huge lead. And Robert Woods and Cooper Cup will be a big part of that. So I'm all about these L.A. Rams this week. Yeah, they're both in awesome spots. I like them both. The one note there is that Woods has been limited a little bit this week with the thigh. So if he is still limited a bit, I, I would lean towards Cooper Cup. But, uh, yeah, should be should be a lot of fun for those guys this week. Uh, oh, by the way, you know, I was excited to look at that game and potentially bet the Rams on the money line as sort of a slam dunk, but it's <laughs> minus 1,800. I mean, you got to pony up a bunch to yeah. go to the Rams on the money line, favored by 17.5 on BetUS. But uh, should be an e- easy day for the Rams for sure. Next for me in this mid-tier uh, category for wide receivers is Tyler Lockett. 
going up against Washington. They are a strong defense, but I just don't see them completely stifling Seattle. And it feels like it's just been a little bit too long since that monster game Lockett had against Arizona. I think it's time for another standout performance from him. And attacking Washington in the, in the slot is one of the better ways to attack them. Seattle five-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, so I like Lockett here to uh, emerge and have another, uh, another ceiling game. Okay. And I'm going to go and uh, I'm going to target uh, coach's favorite team here, uh, teams playing at Dallas, the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm looking at the sensational rookie, Brandon Ayuk. This guy's uh, pretty amazing. San Francisco has a knack for, you know, for drafting these great uh, wide receivers and some great players. And Ayuk is looking like a superstar late in his rookie year here. Um, you know, he's, he, I mean, he's combined for, uh, you know, you know, 16 targets last week, you know, nine targets a week before that. But, you know, last week against a pretty tough Washington defense, he goes for 10 catches, 100 and 119 yards. Uh, so this guy's another guy run after the catch ability, you know, just great route running, great awareness. It seems like he's finally learned the offense and they fully trust him. And he's going up against Dallas. You know, it's been pretty, uh, Pretty widely documented their their injuries and their their decimated defense and how bad their defense is. I mean they're down to one of their you know undrafted you know guys that's like a second year guy that barely plays or he's a late round pick. Rashad Robinson will be facing up against Brandon Ayuk here. So no matter where he goes in the formation there, he's going to have a great matchup against Dallas. Uh, and I think that the uh, 49ers are really going to, uh, you know, really going to pound Dallas in the running game, but also set up those great play action passing games that San Francisco is good for. And with Debo Samuel now out this week with an injury, it seems like he can never keep his, uh, you know, hamstrings healthy. This upgrades Brandon Ayuk even more. So great matchup, great spot uh, for Brandon Ayuk. And because he's only had a couple of those big games and he was out with COVID for a while, his price hasn't went up to the elite level even though this guy's playing like an elite level in terms of his usage and production. So Brandon Ayuk, 6,900 on FanDuel and 6,300 on DK is an incredible value this week. So I think this guy's going to completely smash that salary. I like Ayuk as well. Next guy for me, Chris Godwin in that matchup against Atlanta that we talked about on the quarterbacks show. Make sure to check that out if you haven't seen it yet. Um, You can attack Atlanta through the air and basically all over the field. So it's it's just a matter of which way Brady wants to go, who gets open. Godwin, uh, they didn't need him much last week, um, so I think I think he bounces back here. Uh, over under right now, hovering around fifty. It's at forty nine and a half right now on BetUS. Tampa Bay, the the six point favorites, and as we discussed, the the way to attack Atlanta is not on the ground; it's through the air. So I like Godwin here on DraftKings at sixty two hundred. Awesome. And here's a guy that's really just all of a sudden rejuvenated his career. He used to be a Pro Bowl caliber receiver. Started the started the year really rough, and now he's he's really clicking. And that's T.Y. Hilton for the Indianapolis Colts. You know, T.Y. finally seems like he's healthy. He's clicking with Phillip Rivers. And it doesn't hurt that he's playing at home against the Houston Texans, which he absolutely annihilates the Houston Texans. I mean, he has a a long history. You know, you could write a book on the history of T.Y. Hilton just torching the Houston Texans. 
And it doesn't hurt that the Houston Texans lost their best, you know, cover corner a few weeks ago in Bradley Roby, and they're out there just getting torched now every single week. You know, they fired their coach. It's a complete disaster. Um, so you kind of like how the Houston Texans could score enough on offense because they still have Deshaun Watson, and then Indianapolis is going to have to score to keep up keep up the pace in this game. We're looking at a 51 over under. Indianapolis Colts big favors at favorites at home minus seven here. So T.Y. Hilton has just been lighting it up lately, and his price is still pretty cheap, uh, 6800 on FanDuel and 5500 on DraftKings. So definitely fire up T.Y. Hilton going up against a backup cornerback and Keon Crossan, again, another guy no one's probably heard of. Great matchup for him. And then if you want a little more exposure and you want a cheap guy, you can look at Indianapolis here and you can look at Michael Pittman, who's been a pretty solid rookie, hasn't done anything that much the last couple of weeks. But when you're in this matchup, probably facing up against Vernon Hargraves and Keon Crossan at some point, and he's this cheap against Houston, they can definitely hit some big plays to Michael Pittman. So if you're looking for a, a cheap value guy that's 5,500 on FanDuel, 4,800 on DK, I think at that price he can he can have a good game here as well in this great matchup that I expect to be a pretty high-scoring game. And Indianapolis is really going to pour it on and have to keep the pace because Houston will score here as well. Um, so I'm really liking this Indianapolis Colts offense in this passing game with these receivers. Yep, great spot for sure. Another guy I'm looking at here under 6,000 is Marvin Jones as Detroit uh, heads to Tennessee. They have not been good against the pass this year. Uh, remember what Baker Mayfield and Cleveland did against them just in the first half? Well, Detroit gets that matchup this week. We're not sure if it's going to be Stafford or Chase Daniel under center. But I do think that Jones will be heavily targeted as Kenny Galladay continues to miss games. So uh, he's a guy you can look at and hope that he has one of his two touchdown games. He's he's famous for that, isn't he, Shane? Yeah, he's definitely a big, big play threat here. And I think, you know, if Chase Daniels does play, he'll be he'll be targeting him heavily. Um, It's not a really easy matchup. You know, uh, Malcolm Butler's played pretty good of late uh, in the in the uh, Tennessee secondary. He's, he's placed some, faced some pretty good wide receivers and, and uh, you know, contain them. But Marvin Jones is the main focal point of the passing game, and he looks really good. So, uh, yeah, he's definitely made some – he made a play last week against Green Bay that was – I think it was about a 40-yard catch that was right down to the three-yard line. It was a, such an amazing catch that the refs called it out of bounds. And then when they replayed it, it was it was clearly that he was in bounds, and they still – they, of course, still – called it a non-catch but it was if you watch the replay if you go back to the play that i'm talking about you'll see marvin jones made an amazing catch last week that didn't count that would have added to his total so he he really has the ability in terms of his body control to make difficult catches you know even against tough coverage and chase daniel's going to have no choice but to pepper him with targets here if, if it's chase daniel and if it's stafford stafford's tough and he'll battle through the injury and and, and he'll also have a good game here as well so they're going to be playing from behind they're going to have to throw the ball so that's where that definitely makes sense Excellent. You got anybody else here in this four to five K range? You know, if you're really searching for value and if you want to build some game stacks with Lamar Jackson, for example, uh, the situation with the Baltimore Ravens wide receivers with uh, uh, Boykin and Marquise Brown both being out, uh, you know, I believe they're on the COVID list, if I remember right. So that that puts in play Des Bryant, who's coming off the COVID list and is still mad that he was ruled out at the last second that that last game there. And uh, Willie Sneed, who's coming back now and, and has looked productive when he's played with Lamar Jackson. So these guys are near minimal price. You got Willie Sneed at 5,400 on FanDuel and 43 on DK. And then Des, Des Bryant is almost rock bottom 
minimal. He's he is on DraftKings at three thousand dollars. So if you need a, a minimal price pump play, Des Bryant could come in and catch five or six passes and get a touchdown in this game, just because they don't really have too many other people to throw to. And it's a great matchup, by the way. They're going up against Jacksonville, which is right up there as the the worst uh, secondary coverage grade in the league. Uh, really bad secondary. So Des, even old Des Bryant can beat this Jacksonville second Jacksonville secondary. So uh, and he's super cheap. So if you just need a flyer kind of dart throw minimal price guy, I like these Baltimore receivers, Willie Sneed and Des Bryant. Okay, I've got one more here in this price range. It's Russell Gage. And right now, Julio is doubtful, so if he's out, it's going to be uh, all about Russell Gage, um, just like last week uh, in Julio's absence. And, you know, the way to get some production against Tampa through the air is in the slot. I uh, remember what Cooper Cup did against them uh, when the Rams were smart and they made all those quick passes. I, I think that's the way Atlanta needs to try to move it. Ridley, I think it's a little bit tougher matchup for him. So I think I think Gage gets uh, a, a nice opportunity here for a good amount of targets and catches. All right, Shane, we've got a couple more value plays at the wide receiver position that we'll save for our members. But before we get to tight ends, if you're into sports betting along with DFS, we have a tremendous offer to share with you, courtesy of BetUS. So check that one out now. Listen up, sports bettors. It's go time, so put down the beer and make every sporting event more exciting by putting stakes on the line. Earn bragging rights over friends as you rake in the cash from each week's betting action, but don't settle for any other book. Choose America's favorite sports book with over 25 trusted years in the industry. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, and most importantly, a sports book that pays. BetUS has your game with action on football, baseball, and basketball, MMA, golf, horses, and even esports. No other sportsbook welcomes newcomers like BetUS with their jaw-dropping sign-up bonuses. Now we have the best book in the industry teamed up with the best DFS provider in the industry. Make your first deposit of $149 at betus.com.pa with promo code COACHTALK and receive a free membership with DFS Coach Full access to our DFS lineups in NBA, NFL, PGA, and MLB. The best in the biz. Sign up today to make straight bets, future bets, prop bets, entertainment bets, live bets, and more. No other sportsbook in the industry is committed to their users like BetUS. So sign up now and get on the winning side of the ball. Welcome back, and thank you so much to BetUS for setting that offer up for our listeners. And the amazing thing is, you deposit that $149 on BetUS, you get to use it on BetUS however you want, uh, betting on games, player props, uh, you name it. And you get membership with us all the way until April 1st. It's an incredible offer. Uh, you got to take advantage of it here in December. Uh, it's going to expire. And uh, so jump in with us. You get all of our content, all of our lineups, all winter in every sport. So we'd love to have you join the family. It's a tremendous community, and we're, we're having a lot of fun. So do take advantage of that. Use that promo code Coach Talk, and then reach out to us on Twitter, at DFS Coach Talk. Let us know that you've done that. We'll get you into our Discord. That's where we give out lineups about 45 minutes before lock in the NFL. All right, Shane, we got to lock in some tight ends. So where are you looking in week 15? Yeah, I think uh, the high end for me here, I'm going to start with Mark Andrews. You know, this guy's been a little bit disappointing throughout the year, um, but I feel like Baltimore's passing attack, Lamar Jackson's finally starting to click a little bit with the passing game here. They're starting to figure some things out. 
Uh, it doesn't hurt. They're going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think the safeties and linebackers can compete with Mark Andrews. Uh, we talked about on the wide receiver show, Baltimore's missing a couple of their starting wide receivers, Marquise Brown and Miles Boykin, who plays quite a bit. So that means more Mark Andrews in the passing game. I think he can definitely get it done last week in that awesome shootout Monday night game. You know, he put up, uh, you know, targeted six times, five for 78 yards. So I think he can put up a similar type uh, production here, five or six catches and somewhere around 80 receiving yards. And I think he gets the touchdown against this weak Jack in Jacksonville secondary. So I think at the tight end position, it's hard to get upside. Mark Andrews offers that upside. You know, it's not unusual for him to have a two touchdown game, for example. So he offers high upside. His price is reasonable because he hasn't done anything this 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 year. Um, so I really like Mark Andrews against Jacksonville here. Great matchup, and they have a really uh, uh, high implied total. They're 13 point favorites, you know, at home here. Uh, against Jacksonville and uh, implied total over 30 points. So I think Mark Andrews will be a big part of that that scoring attack here. That certainly makes sense. The guy that I'm looking at, uh, in addition to Andrews on the high end for tight ends, is Mr. Kelsey. And you do really have to pay up for him. But here's the thing. Um, you know, high total should be a close game with the Saints. You know, total over 50 on BetUS. And we think that Mahomes is going to have to keep throwing it because it's really tough to run against the Saints. And if he has to keep throwing it, then you know that Kelsey's going to get his share of targets. It's sort of middle-of-the-road matchup, uh, but uh, Kelsey is just all-world. So I think he gets enough targets, and it's, the game is close enough and high-scoring enough for him to pay it off, even though it is very expensive. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and I'm going to go to uh, my guy, uh, TJ Hawkinson, again here. We talk about this this guy pretty much every week, but there's a reason why. He's probably one of the most consistent wide receivers. You know, uh, I mean, he's number three wide uh, tight end uh, tight end uh, on the year, but behind, you know, uh, of course, Kelsey and, and Darren Waller. So he's one of the top uh, tight ends out there. His price is always reasonable. Obviously, it's went up as he's been consistent, but – Last week against Green Bay, he gets targeted 11 times. You know, he only catches six of those, but he does get 43 yards and a touchdown. Um, and I think this week, even if you have Chase Daniel in there, Chase Daniel doesn't have the arm that Matthew Stafford does, which means he's not going to test the boundaries and be taking deep shots. He's going to be checking down to TJ Hawkinson and hitting these uh, routes over the middle. They set up Hawkinson for a lot of little Y screens and tight end screens and those type of things. And Hawkinson is great at run after the catch, you know, and just, you know, physical type guy. Um, so, yeah, this guy just continues to get better on his route running, his route tree, his versatility. And they know that they're heavily targeting him And the Detroit is going to be playing from behind most likely. So they're going to really have to uh, uh, be passing a lot, a lot of passing by him. And TJ Hawkinson will be a big part of that, you know, especially since Kenny Galladay can't come back healthy. Uh, I think the, the Lions offense can score some points in this game and try to keep it competitive, even though it is projected to be a huge blowout. So definitely, I think T.J. Hawkinson is a good play, and you'll probably get him at a little, little bit lower ownership because of the fact that Stafford's out and uh, Tennessee uh, is decent against the tight end position. All right. Next target for me is Rob Gronkowski. And Tampa uh, going up against Atlanta, as we've mentioned, you don't want to run against them. You want to throw it. And tight ends have the fourth best matchup against Atlanta uh, over the course of the season. So Gronk is a guy who you just trust. Um, I mean, nobody has more trust in their tight end than Tom Brady does in Gronkowski. So you hope that he gets in the end zone. 
Um, but I, I think they are going to have to target him enough. Uh, so Gronkowski in the mix for me this week. Okay. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll go to uh, Dallas Goddard here. Uh, I think uh, with now with Jalen Hurts in the lineup, I think that the Philadelphia offense is just going to be more productive for just about everyone. And I think Dallas Goddard being that big target across the middle and Jalen Hurts' ability to kind of avoid the rush and make some big plays down the field. I think you can hit this, uh, you know, some of those deeper shots with Dallas Goddard down the middle of the field, and you can also check it down to him uh, with his athletic ability and his size. And he's pretty cheap here, 3,900 on DraftKings. He's 5,900 on FanDuel. I think Dallas Goddard will go low-owned. Arizona's been pretty tough against tight ends this year, but when you look at it, they haven't really faced very many good tight end teams. They faced a lot of those teams that don't really throw to the tight end or don't have a good tight end where Philadelphia is a huge 12 personnel team. They play two tight ends almost all the time. Dallas Goddard's a big part of that uh, attack there. Last week, he catches four catches for 43 yards. So he's definitely the type of guy, if if he gets a similar production and gets a touchdown on this salary, he's going to hit. And I think this is going to be a pretty high-scoring game there in Arizona. And uh, Dallas Goddard will get some production, especially if Arizona goes up big on him. You're going to get a lot of garbage time production. So I I just really like Dallas Goddard as a receiving tight end here. Well, one matchup that I really like is looking back to Darren Waller against the Jets. You remember that week, Shane, where you were on Waller and he just destroyed the Jets single-handedly? Oh, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. (laughs) And this week, the Rams get that opportunity. So I like both of the Rams' tight ends. The problem is they do feature two, Higby and Everett. Higby, a little bit more expensive on DraftKings at 3,800. Everett, 3,100. I think either one of them could have a big day. I'm leaning Higby a little bit at at this point, um, but... Man, what a what a sweet matchup. So uh, they are in play for me. Yeah, I remember Higby coming down the stretch last year. So if that is any indication that he's a late a late year, you know, bloomer, then, uh, you know, let's fire up Higby this week. Because exactly. this matchup and if he if he does get hot late again, he's in a great spot here. Um, yeah, I'm going to go to guy that I've played before as a super value play. Uh, and this is Irv Smith, Jr., um, this guy got the job done with uh, Rudolph, Kyle Rudolph, missing his first game in, I don't know, several hundred games or something. He had some kind of streak going. I can't remember the exact number, but Rudolph was out. And Irv Smith Jr., you know, stepped up against Tampa Bay, a pretty tough defense with good linebackers. He he goes four catches, 63 yards, and a touchdown, catches all four targets. This guy's a, a phenomenal athlete. It just took him a long time to develop as a tight end here, but he's a great athlete, a big physical guy who can really run after the catch. He's a big play threat, and he's going up against Chicago, who has given up a lot of production against the tight end position because they're really tough against wide receivers here. So I like Irv Smith Jr. Check the injury report. See if Kyle Rudolph is out again this week. He's trending towards doubtful right now. If Kyle Rudolph is out again, then Irv Smith's going to get even more targets this week. And I think they get him heavily involved, and they almost need to, as you have to almost funnel some of these passes to the tight end and check down um, to try to avoid that pass rush and that tough coverage against wide receivers. So Irv Smith, 5,400 on FanDuel, and great price on DraftKings at 3,600. And he's the type of guy that can definitely get it done. I think he's going to actually warrant quite a bit of ownership because he's one of the guys that has some upside and he's pretty cheap too. So, so it looks like a pretty good play this week for Irv Smith at, at home going against the uh, Chicago Bears here. All right, one more for me, even cheaper on DraftKings. That's Jared Cook for New Orleans. And I've been waiting and watching what would the productivity be with Cook 
and Taysom Hill under center. And last week, they finally clicked a little bit to the tune of three catches, 37 yards, and a touchdown. And the matchup this week is good. Uh, Ninth best matchup for tight ends as New Orleans hosts Kansas City in that total with 51.5. So uh, solid matchup, high-scoring game. Chemistry is improving. So Jared Cook back in play for me at a good price. All right, Shane, uh, let's talk about membership here as we wrap up. Again, uh, if you want to go with BetUS, uh, deposit the 149 and you'll get membership with us all the way until April 1st. If you don't want to go that route, you don't have to. Just come sw- straight to our website, uh, pay that same 149 and your membership uh, will go with us until April 1st. You'll get uh, all of our lineups in every sport. And on the main slate here in week 15, we will build a cash lineup and a GPP lineup for our members. We give that out in full. And then the DraftKings Coaches Clipboard with core plays and pivots. If you get in today here on Thursday as we're recording this, you'll get our Thursday night uh, lineups for the showdown slate. We do give out lineups for every showdown slate as well, the the primetime game. So uh, it's been a lot of fun this year because we've had a ton of them. So uh, jump in with us as a member. We'd love to have you. Any questions? Uh, find us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. If you could hit the like button and subscribe on YouTube so you know when the other podcasts post, quarterbacks show should already be up and the running back show will post here on Thursday as well. Shane, any final thoughts here? No, I think we're ready for another good week here in week 15. So definitely check out our other uh, quarterback video and running back videos. We have some awesome picks in those videos as well. You said it. Well done. So on behalf of Shane Caldwell and the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Andrew Hansen. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you on our next podcast as we look to crush it in DFS.